In a world where cost is everything, I'm breaking down the actual cost of living in Southeast Michigan. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on, everyone? It's your all-time favorite Michigan realtor, Andrew McManaman, helping people like you buy, sell, invest in the wonderful Mitten State. One of the biggest questions I get from people out of state or in other areas of Michigan is, what is the cost of living there? So, as the title states, I'll be tackling the cost of living for Southeast Michigan. For those of you that are a little unfamiliar with what the region of Southeast Michigan actually covers, it's compiled of the counties Livingston, Oakland, Washtenaw, Macomb, Wayne, Monroe and St. Clair. So many sources out there will tell you different counties within the Southeast region. So I'll simply base it on the Southeast Michigan Council of Governments to ensure the most accuracy here. Since there are so many counties that make up the Southeastern region of Michigan, I'll take the average cost from all seven counties so there's no confusion, but I'll be sure to let you know what areas are more expensive than others along the way. The first thing I wanna touch on is rents. And before I jump into these monthly rental rates, keep in mind that a few months ago, the Detroit Free Press put out this article stating that the rents have gone up over 8.8% over the last two years, just like they have across the nation, differentiating a few percentage points. As you can probably tell from watching some of my videos, I am a very visual person, so that's how I tend to create my videos. So I'll touch on three of the more popular counties in Southeast Michigan for these precise rent rates, Livingston, Oakland, and Wayne County. If you're looking for a three bedroom, one and a half bath home for rent in Livingston County, you could expect to pay an average of just over $2,000 a month with a payment of just over $1,600 in the 25th percentile. If you're wanting to get a two bedroom, one bathroom home for rent in the same county, you can expect to pay an average of $1,182 and $985 a month on the lower side of things in that percentile. In Oakland County, for a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bathroom, you'd expect to pay just over $2,000 a month and $1,592 on the lower side of things. If you wanted a two-bedroom, one-bathroom home in the same county, it would be just under $1,300 a month with $1,066 being on the low side. If you were looking in the Wayne County area, which covers anything on the border of Novi and Northville over to Dearborn, you'd expect to pay $1,468 a month and $1,148 a month on the low side for a three-bedroom, one-and-a-half bathroom home. If you wanted to downsize to a two-bedroom, one-bathroom home, it would be on average $1,082 a month with $895 a month on the lower side of things. So what about purchasing a home? Taking a look at these charts provided by the Multiple Listing Service, you can see Livingston in blue, Oakland in green, Washtenaw in yellow, and Macomb in red, County's average sale price progressing over the last three years, showing the average sale price in the month of August and the percent of growth over the last 12 months. This next chart will show you the price per square foot in each one of these four counties I mentioned. I wanted to include this to give you more perspective on how these counties fluctuate despite being in the same region of the state. Moving on to the last three counties average sale price, Wayne in blue, Monroe in green, and St. Clair in yellow. As I mentioned before, this shows you the three-year progression, bringing it to these very similar average sale prices in the month of August, along with the growth rate percentage over the last year. Now over to the average price per square foot in these three counties, you can see how similar these counties are as they differentiate by just a few dollars per square foot. Of course, none of these average sale prices mean anything if the property taxes aren't acknowledged, 
since rates vary from county to county. I'll provide the chart from H&R Block that breaks down the median annual real property tax payment and average effective real property tax rate in each of the counties in Southeast Michigan. According to this resource, the Michigan's average effective real property tax rate is around 1.64%. Other sources will say 1.44%. And for those of you that don't know what real property tax is, it's simply the system of taxation that requires the owners of the land and buildings to pay money based on the value of their land and what's on it. If you find yourself looking at a few different locations in the Mitten State and are curious about the property taxes, I'll link a real property tax estimator in the description that is provided by the Michigan Department of Treasury to ensure the most accuracy. If you're wanting to know how to calculate taxes based on a county or township millage rate, I'll link a video or two in the description where I break down a few examples. Another aspect that a lot of people don't touch on in cost of living videos is homeowner's insurance. As you may or may not know, filling out your own quote in the past, or maybe not, there's a lot that goes into figuring out how much your homeowner's insurance is going to be. In Michigan, the average cost for homeowner's insurance is just over $1,200 a year for a $250,000 home. Granted, my home's a little bit more than that and mine's a little bit lower. So there's a lot of factors involved. Just be sure to quote it out and get several quotes so you can get the best rate. Another question that a lot of out-of-staters ask me is, how much does it cost to move there? And I'm glad you asked, so I'll break down a couple scenarios. U-Haul does a great job of giving you on-the-spot rates without committing you to anything. In this example, we'll take a look at moving costs from Silicon Valley, California area to Southeast Michigan. The 10 foot truck, which is sized for a studio or one bedroom apartment, will be about $2,656, which doesn't include the environmental fee or damage coverage, which would be bring the total to about $2,800. And that doesn't include the gas driving from point A to B. If you decide you wanna get a couple movers to accompany you in the packing of the U-Haul, you could expect to pay them $250 to $350 an hour in California and $150 to $250 an hour when you get to Michigan. If you need some more space, the 26-foot truck, which covers a three to four bedroom home, will be just over $7,000. And of course, that wouldn't account for the environmental fee or damage protection that would bring you around $7,300 total. If you decide to make the move from, let's say, Tampa, Florida, you could expect to pay anywhere from $692 for the 10-foot truck to $911 for the 26-foot truck. Or if you wanted to move from New York, you could expect to pay $1,191 for the 10-foot truck and $2,383 for the 26-foot truck. As you can see, the rental rates fluctuate quite a bit, so if you're looking to take this route for moving, I suggest you familiarize yourself with the U-Haul website and everything they can offer to make your move go as smoothly as possible. Otherwise, HomeAdvisor states that hiring a full-blown mover to move you across the country can range from $4,000 to $10,000 or more. Switching gears to another important topic, utilities and food. This question isn't asked very much, but I think it should be since our seasons and weather tend to be much different than the majority of the other states across the country. The average electric bill in Michigan for residential consumers is about $183 a month, which is calculated based on the average electric rate of 1,003 kilowatt hours multiplied by the average 18 cents per kilowatt hour, which gives you that $183 figure. I'd say this is a fairly accurate number for a three to four bedroom home, depending on the time of year, of course, as furnaces run on gas and air conditioners run on electric. So they tend to switch places in the overall cost as we transition into different seasons. The average gas bill in Michigan is right around $68 a month. And like I said, the gas and electric totals will trade totals in the summer and winter months. The average water bill in the area per month is about $29. Of course, this would depend on if you're on city water or a well, because well is free, 
as it's solely on your property unless you are in a community that has a community well in which you'd pay similar prices to city water. As far as the sewer bill, most people will pay around $15 to $20 a month, and most times this payment is roped in with your water payment as a total charge. But if you're on a septic, then of course it's free until you need to spend two to $300 to get it pumped every three to five years. The average internet bill in Michigan is right around $59.99. As of right now, I pay $50 a month for AT&T internet, and that's only for about 100 megabytes per second. And since I'm someone who utilizes the internet quite a bit, it's actually not as bad as it would seem. I know fiber internet users are probably out here wondering how I live my life, but for better internet, you could expect to pay $80 to $120 a month, depending on your needs, of course course, but when it comes to the average phone bill, it would depend heavily on your carrier, but on average, the typical phone bill is $127.37 a month, but there's no say to how many people are on that plan. For me, I pay around $83 a month on a Verizon plan for unlimited talk and text with three other people on the plan. I have an iPhone 12 Pro that I have not paid off yet. Just out of curiosity, how much are you paying for your phone and what carrier do you use? Let me know in the comments below. Last but not least, I want to touch on the grocery bill. The average single adult will spend about $3,000 to $3,500 a year on groceries. For me and my fiance juggling a Costco membership and frequent stops to Kroger and Meyer, we spend on average $120 to $150 a week on groceries for us too. We tend to shop fairly healthy and spend more for better quality, so I could see that average more so being around $115 to $120 a week if you're just buying the, the typical foods. If you have any other questions, don't hesitate to call, text, or email me anytime, and I would be happy to help you through your thought process. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.